Welcome uh, to another episode of Serpents of Enters podcast. I'm Matt Clark, site manager for uh, serpentsofmatadena.com. Uh, glad you're joining us on this uh, third episode as we uh, get ready for the weekend's action uh, at Parma. Uh, a lot of things, uh, a few things to talk about. It's been kind of a quiet week, uh, interestingly enough. I, I, I kind of figured uh, there'd be a lot more uh, action going on this week, but uh, as we're out of the transfer window and inter struggles continue, uh, there's just not really much much to talk about. I mean, there is, but there's not. Uh, obviously, the biggest uh, things continue to be the links uh, between Jose Mourinho and, and Inter uh, as uh, Luciano Spalletti uh, continues to uh, uh, battle for his job, I guess. Uh, Beppe Morota, CEO uh, of, of Inter, kind of gave him a, a nice backing, a nice, uh, a nice pat on the back. So I'm not really sure if Spalletti at this point is fighting for his job, maybe more so in the long term, but not necessarily in the immediate um, just because of uh, Inter's poor run of play, uh, which has just been uh, abysmal, uh, has, not, has not been good at all. Uh, and we all know that. Uh, probably rehashing that, I'm not sure, serves much of a purpose, just because we all know, in, in, any uh, Interisti knows just exactly how bad it has been. But, uh, you know, I think the connection with, with Mourinho is interesting. Uh, I don't think it's likely. Let, let me first state, I'll state that, that it's not... I don't think it's probable. Uh, I know a lot of uh, reports in, in Italy and, and Europe were that he had lunch with Marota, uh, which is fine. I mean, you know, I have lunch with him. That, that's great to, to think you know what he's talking about. Probably a different story. So I, I think maybe it might have been just a, a friendly lunch and that was about it. Um, you know, time will tell. But I think in the immediate, I just don't see it happening. Um, you know, I, I think Spalletti is safe. For now, that could be a good thing, could be a bad thing, but but the fact remains is that you know we've seen this slump before. Uh, j- just in the uh, last season, we saw this same time, same thing happened. Goals were hard to come by. Uh, you know, defense held, but when you're not scoring goals, one nothing is 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 what you get. And, and you know, I, I just I, I can't put my finger on it. I, I, you know, I've, I've covered sports for a long time, and I, I've covered you know teams that go through slumps like this. And there's never one thing you can really pinpoint with Inter. Uh, you know, with other teams, it's you know you've got a, a bad dressing room, uh, you've got poor tactical decisions. Maybe it's usually one thing or another. Uh, but with Inter, it's really hard to kind of pinpoint what's going on. But you know, to get back to to, to Mourinho, you know, he he apparently had lunch with uh, uh, with Morota, which is fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And and, you know, there were media suggesting that that means he would be returning to Inter. Well, everyone needs something to write about. Uh, we even wrote about it, um, but, but I think we put a little context into it and not necessarily jumping on the, the headline bandwagon and suggesting, oh, it's going to happen, because it, it's probably not. Um, that said, you know, there's something to be said about, about Mourinho's track record and, and that, by and large, it, it's been very good. Uh, you know, he, he, he's, he hasn't had... Uh, a really bad stint anywhere. I mean, I think at, at Manchester United, 
uh, things just fell apart. I think he lost control of the dressing room. Uh, I think his issues with Paul Pogba became became problematic. Um, you know, and Mourinho is one who likes to have a lot of control, and 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 Manchester United, unless you're Sir Alex Ferguson, is not a club that really lends itself to to that kind of control. Um, you know. I, obviously, if you're an Inter fan, and we all are, you know, you hold Mourinho uh, in high regard, and, and the reason is obviously because uh, of what he did uh, in 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 the nine ten season, the treble season. You know, he 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 helped lead Inter to to winning all three competitions. It was the the you know the only treble the the squad has won, and there's something to be said about that. You can't discard that. Um, you know, Sir Alex Ferguson isn't coming back to manage Manchester United, but they're still going to hold him in high, high regard, even if they keep cycling through managers. But I don't think they will. I think Ole Gunnar Sosar is probably pretty safe uh, and should probably get the job on a full-time basis. But, um, you know, he, he, he at one point, and, and I said this in the, in the piece that I wrote, that, you know, he was a great manager. He, you know, he won the Copa in, in 2011. Uh, he won La Liga, you know, a season later. He he won the Supercopa de España the following year, all with uh, all with Real. He went back to Chelsea, which was kind of one of those rare things where a manager actually goes back to a team that he had previously been with, um, which is I think where you get the speculation. A lot of the speculation now is that well, if Chelsea did it, then you know Inter could probably do it, and and it's probably it's it's you know it's there, but I, I just it's just it's not. Um, you know, he won the FA Cup with Chelsea in in, in two thousand fifteen. He won the Premier League title that year, but then after that, it kind of seemed to go downhill for Mourinho after after that after that 2015 season. You know, he he was he was sacked from Chelsea in 15 uh, in December, stayed out of work until May of 16 when he went to Manchester United. He won the Community Shield in the Europa League in the first season, but then it just kind of something happened. Um, yeah, and, and it's hard to say. You know, is it? Is it the issues with Pogba? Is it is it his his need for control? Is it his ego? You know, most managers I, I think you'll run into have an ego of some sort. You know how high how big that ego is is it depends. You know, not every manager has has to fill the room. Um, you know, some you know don't. Uh, I, I think Arsene Wenger was one who probably didn't have a huge ego, but you know he he, he asserted himself. Uh, even uh, you know Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool. I, I think you know he's got a bit of an ego, but I don't think it's one that 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 gets in the way of of everything that goes on with the club. And I think you can look up and down even even Syria with Ancelotti. I think Carlo Ancelotti has 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 an ego, but not one that 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 dominates everything. And I think with Jose Mourinho, I, I think that's where he's at. I think that's what he's done. I think he's allowed his ego to to to, to take hold and to and and to become uh, you know a much more dominant uh, force with a club. And I'm just not sure if that fits with Inter. You know, and and that's just a that's just a minor part of it. I, again, I just don't think Jose Mourinho is going to come back to enter. I don't. I don't think it's a good fit. I think if if the club is to you know release Spalletti at the end of the season, if Champions League qualification doesn't happen, um, you know, I, I think the club will look elsewhere. I personally. I, I like Diego Simeone at, Atleti- at Atletico. I think he's got uh, he's obviously got ties to enter. He's a proven manager. Um, he he can he can do well with with whatever budgetary constraints that Inter may have moving forward. Um, I think he is a he's a good potential 
to to fill if that's the case. And again, all this is speculation. We're 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 almost kind of putting the death nail in Spalletti and assuming that it's not going to happen. Um, and I think that's premature. Uh, I I think that's it's very difficult for us to make that sort of prognostication that that Spalletti is going to be out at the end of the year because we just don't know. There's still a lot of the season left to play, uh, and, and there's still a lot of opportunity for for Inter to turn this thing around. Um, that said, I did find an interesting clip. Uh, Jose Mourinho wa- was actually interviewed by BN Sports, who used to carry Serie A until ESPN took the rights. And, and here's what he had to say uh, about uh, you know his time with Inter, and he spoke very highly, and as, as well he should, I think. Uh, you know, he, I think he uh, ha- has still has a lot of deep feeling for for Inter Milan, and and I think that also has led has driven the speculation that he would come back. But take a listen to this, and and and, and let that set for just a second. No, I have to say Inter because we won everything. Won three finals in, in ten days. Won all the competitions. Won the travel. I have to say the best, the best team. So you know, obviously, you know, he he said that that Inter is 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 uh, you know one of his favorite places. Was one of his favorite places to manage. He thought it was the best time of his managerial career. Uh, I think I even saw something on Twitter where he actually was interviewed by a Chelsea fan at one point, asking what his best moment was in his managerial career, and it didn't have to do with Chelsea. And he said winning the treble with winning the Champions League with with Inter. So you know, obviously, a lot of fond memories. But again, a lot of things have changed. Since that time, there's new ownership, there's new restrictions, there's new players, there's a lot of differences going on. And to suggest that you can insert uh, Jose Mourinho into the situation now and expect there to be, uh, you know, expect a positive result is is probably a little short-sighted. because you know, you're dealing with a whole different class of player, you're dealing with new owners. Uh, there, there's a lot, a lot of differences here, and again, I just don't think that it is uh, wise to 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 put Jose Mourinho uh, or even Antonio Conte. I, you know, I think that another coach, that, that another manager, potential manager, who's kind of been talked about but overlooked a little bit because Jose is a much sexier story, if you will, than than Conte. Um, but but again, I, you know, I, I'm just not sure if those managers have the ability. And in Jose's case, I just don't know that he has the ability to come back. And I think everyone would think that he would be able to relive the magic of the treble season. And honestly, I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's possible. So I think what what you have to do is you have to find new blood. I think you have to find uh, you know a, a, a new face, per se, one who's got a track record but isn't uh, you know, it isn't so set in the ways that that it, that would become problematic, and that's where I think you see uh, a Simeone come into play. Uh, but again, all this is all speculatory, just because we're all expecting that 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 Steven Zhang, Beppe uh, Marotta, they're all going to come in and they're going to fire Luciano Spalletti at the end of the season. And as much as that may please people, um, you know, it, it's still very early to suggest that that's going to happen. All right, so uh, enough about that. Um, let's switch gears. Uh, Saturday afternoon, uh, Inter will hit the road and, and to to take on Parma. Uh, this is a two thirty kickoff uh, at, at the Inio Tardini uh, in Parma, two thirty Eastern time, uh, seven thirty p.m. local time. Uh, it will be on ESPN Plus if you're watching in the United States. Uh, in the United Kingdom, it's on Eleven Sports Two, and in Italy, it is on DAZN. Um, you know, this is another opportunity. I think, just like Bologna was, where Inter has the opportunity to kind of reverse its fortunes. Parma is coming off 
a a a spectacular what well, can only be described as a spectacular um uh, uh time where uh they were able to battle back and actually earn a draw with Juventus uh and and you know Parma's been up and down though Parma is not you know one of those teams that is consistently good or consistently bad they're up they're down they're up they're down it's kind of like a roller coaster if, if you're a, a fan of Parma Calcio um you know they're they're just not not consistent so you know to me the biggest question here is does did did the weekend's draw with Juventus take too much out of this out of this squad? And, and if that's the case, then do they have enough to compete with Inter? And I don't know what the answer to that question is. My my gut says no, they don't. But again, I think Inter's biggest biggest you know adversary so far has been Inter. Not not another team. It's been themselves, and, and and I think this is why I think I would I would expect to see maybe a little bit of change uh, in the lineup from from Spalletti. Uh, I, I can I can certainly see him going back, and I think uh, Corio della Sera actually suggested this as well that that uh, Spalletti actually reverts back to the four three three formation, which is uh, uh, which would be interesting. I, I and I, and I don't know. I don't necessarily disagree with it. I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea. Um, I, I think you would probably see Roberto Gagliardini uh, in at midfield. Uh, Raja Nangolan uh, is supposedly back healthy and improved. And his mentality is better. Um, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, but he could also, you know, get back into the starting lineup. Um, but what that does, interestingly enough, is what it does up front, and that would put Mauro Icardi, perhaps Ivan Perisic, and Antonio Kendreva up front in an attacking position. And, and I think this is good. Um, I think it would be fi- it would be finally good to see if Ivan Perisic has got his head back in the game. Uh, this would be a good opportunity to see that. And and I would love to see him just erase all doubt and, and, and just show that, yes, he's back in, the transfer talk is over, um, he, his personal issues are done, and he's back in the game. For Kandreva, you know, I would just like to see consistent play out of him, period. Uh, you know, I, you know, Matteo Politano is out uh, because of suspension, so he, he won't play, so that pretty much leaves Kandreva as, as the biggest option, as the only option. Which is fine, uh, you know. Candreva uh, has shown uh, bright spots at times, but again, just no consistency of play. And in terms of Icardi, you know, he's got to be more involved. He he has got to be more involved in what is going on uh, in the attack. He cannot just sit back and wait for service. He has got to be more involved, and he's just not. He's he's an easy player to mark when he's not involved. And 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 any team who scouts enter at all will see that. They will see that if you put a body on him and get in the passing lane, Acardi is you know kind of ineffective, and so he has got to be more mobile. He has got to be more productive. Um, you know, if we're going to lean on him, if we're going to renegotiate his contract and pay him big money, things like that, you know, there there he has got to become a more well-rounded striker. I'm not saying he's bad. Don't don't misinterpret. I'm not saying that Mauro Icardi is a bad player. He's not. I think when he's on, he is on, and he is unlike just about any other striker in Europe. However, when he's bad, it is noticeable, and it is noticeable for two reasons. One, you it, it's obvious to see, and two, because Inter rely on him so much for his for his offensive prowess um the team kind of suffers because of it 
But if he becomes more involved, if he if he becomes more of an off a well-rounded offensive player and not just one who sits in the middle and waits for service, then I think he would be more dangerous. I think he if his movement improved, I think if he if he spent more time, you know, studying the defense and maneuvering around the defense and getting himself open and finding those spaces, then he would find better service from Perisic or Dalbert or or or, or you know anyone else who or Candreva who could possibly bring the ball into him. But if he just sits back and just waits for it. That, that's easy to mark. I mean, I'm old. I could mark him. I say that jokingly. I probably couldn't. But, uh, you know, I, that that's just something that, that he's got to do better at. Uh, again, when he's on, he is on. He is he is a fantastic striker. He is a great asset to enter. Um, I think mo- more times than not, he's probably worth the money that enter is about to pay him, be it $7 million or €8 million Euro per season, whatever it happens to be. I, I think he's probably worth it. He wouldn't be getting looks if he wasn't. However... He would increase his value, and he would he would increase his credibility with with me uh, and maybe with others if he were just a more well rounded offensive player. And right now, he's just not, and and I don't know why that is. I think he's got the potential to be. Uh, again, all the pieces are there for Inter to break out of the slump, to be successful, and to finish in the top four. Are they going to win the Scudetto? No, probably not. They, they, you know, unless Juventus just has a massive collapse and Napoli has a massive collapse, and Inter just goes on a fantastic run and wins their the you know wins out the rest of the season not gonna happen it's just not and that's fine it's okay so now you know our goal has to be realistic and that's top four so do we have the potential to reach top four the answer is yes of course we do of course we do we have we we have one of the best teams in Serie A we have uh, one of the best defenses in Europe one of the best goalkeepers in Europe, so the defense isn't the issue. Midfield, of course, there's been a midfield struggle, and I think one of the things in the transfer window that we're going to have to look at is is additional midfield support. Um, attacking wise, you know, if you look at Icardi, Perisic, Kendreva, Palatano, um, Lautaro Martinez, uh, these are all very solid striking options. These are all very solid offensive options. So the pieces are there. It's just getting them to click, uh, you know, and and that comes down to Spalletti, and that's why I think it's premature to suggest that Inter would sack him in the middle of the year unless something dramatic happened. If they, they go to Parma and just get you know whipped 5-0 or something like that, then I can see a conversation being had. But unless something like that happens, I just don't think so. So Spalletti essentially has the rest of the season to get his house in order. And, and, and the question is, is can he do it? And to me, the biggest thing has got to be stay out of the media focus. I know the Italian media and European media is raucous. They are they feed on everything, every single quote, every single movement is, is all uh, you know. All leads to some sort of speculation. It's kind of ridiculous, actually, when you look at it. But they've got to stay out of that. They've got to stay away from 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 that and, and focus on Inter. That's it. That focus on Inter. Focus on being the team. If you can't focus on that, then you're not going to be successful, and, and that's just that's just simple fact. Um, any team in any league playing any sport will tell you that that's what you have to do. And even if it's one of those things where you take it as an us against the world type mentality, that works fantastically. And right now, it's it's everyone against Spalletti. No one thinks he's going to succeed. No one thinks he's going to turn this around. Italian media are already speculating on who's going to replace him, and we're talking about it for crying out loud. So you know, the, the it is right now the world against Spalletti. And if he's smart, he takes that and he feeds that and he uses that 
to, you know, and, and pushes that off on the players. Say, look, nobody has any faith in this. No one thinks we're going to finish top four. Everyone thinks that Milan, uh, Atalanta, Roma, Lazio, someone is going to catch us and knock us out of the top four. No one believes in us right now. And if he takes that and he utilizes that and he, and he utilizes it in a smart way, then I think you can see a rejuvenated Inter Milan squad. I'm not trying to be Pollyanna or Homer or 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 all that. I you know I'm just trying to find out you know what works best to get this team clicking and to make fans like us get back into this again. I mean we're in it now, but we're in it. We're just waiting for the shoe to fall, and and that's not a good place for fans to be. You know that's that's the quickest way to lose your fan bases, and especially when that when the shoe does fall, then it it turns bad. What I'd like to see, and what I think will will endear this team to the fan base is if they do turn it around, and they and they turn it around, and they do take the mentality of hey, look, no one believes in us. No one believes in us but our fans. That's it. Let's go out and let's play for them and let's play for the team. Let's play for the crest. Let's play for the jersey. Let's play for the colors. And, and let's go out there and let's make it happen. And they do this not only in Serie A but in the upcoming Europa League. Uh, you know, I think if they do that, I, I, you, know, you could see a big turnaround. I'm optimistic. Cautiously optimistic but optimistic. But uh, anyway, so you know, Parma uh, that is coming up uh, on Saturday, two thirty p.m. Uh, Eastern time kickoff. If you're in the United States, seven thirty p.m. local time uh, in in Milan. Uh, but uh, they will be at the Stadio Ennio Tardini in Parma. Uh, an opportunity there for Inter to get back on track, uh, and, and if they can knock off a team that has already beat them, they Parma took a one zero victory at the San Siro uh, earlier this season. So a nice opportunity for revenge. Uh, a, a good way to maybe start closing the door on critics and 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 for Luciano Spalletti to show that that he is the right man for this team. Let's stop all the talk about who's going to replace me. Let's talk about the contract extension you're going to give me when I get us back in the top four. Uh, I, again, that's joking aside. Um, you know, I think that's the mentality they have to have. But uh, anyway, that's what we have. Uh, make sure you uh, check us out. You can check us out on Twitter, Serpents of Inter at Serpents of Inter. You can check out our Facebook page, uh, Serpents of Matadina, and. Also, the website, serpentsofmatadina.com. All the uh, game coverage coming up on Saturday, uh, plus follow-up and much, much more. Thank you for uh, listening uh, to the Serpents of Inter podcast. We will uh, hopefully be rolling out more of these as the season progresses. Uh, I am Matt Clark, site manager for Serpents of uh, Matadena. If you have a comment, if you have a question, if you have a concern, if you'd like to be a guest, I'm still working out the bugs on that one, but if you'd like to be a guest on Serpent on the Serpents of Inter podcast, let me know. Let us know in the comments below, and uh, I'll be more than happy to uh, figure out how that might work. So, uh, again, uh, Serpents of Inter podcast, I'm Matt Clark, and Forza Inter.